and it's 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 yeah it's there we, we are in welcome to the biscuit guy guys um i'm alex whiteley and today i get to speak to someone who i've genuinely really wanted to speak to for a while because i've been sat in an amazing facebook group uh, called ryan's all things geek and i'm today with today with the creator zeus fleming how are you zeus i'm doing great thanks for having me and you, you wanted to do this for a while i mean did you have no one else at all you could come see I mean, no, you, you, you aim pretty low. No, no, no. I've, I'm a big fan of like people that can gather others to get. Okay, there's a couple of reasons. One, I see a lot of me and you. I feel like me and you have got very similar mindsets okay. um, in a creating content and b just being not only just a geek, but I think like anti gatekeeper geek. You kind of like welcome everybody in, you know. Yeah, I've been seen a lot of your videos recently. There's one that um, made me laugh a few weeks ago that uh, you talking about bro flakes uh, and people yeah. pissing and whinging about on, on about Star Wars, and and I was like, this is my guy. I fucking love this guy. <laughs> it's so true, though. Like it, it's been my soapbox, and it and it kind of, I I kind of dislike it the fact that I'm this way only because. I'm so anti-negativity these days. Like, and and I'm not mm. saying not to be negative, but I feel like we're negative in society over every little thing. We live in a in a, in a society and era, and I don't want to say generation because I don't want to attribute it to a race, a gender, or or a generational like age thing because I don't believe it's that. I think it's a little bit from everybody is all kind of playing chicken little and like thinking that the skulls the sky's falling all the time over things that we've dealt with for generations of millennia that never used to bother people. And now, you know, whether people are calling other snowflakes and crying and not realizing they're being this, you know, it's, I, it's the, it's, it's, you're, you're, you're the flip side of that coin. The I feel like some, as soon as somebody calls you a snowflake or they call you a sheep or sort of mm. sheeples or something like that, when that all comes out, I kind of think that's a good thing. Cause it means like you kind of won the argument cause they run out of shit to say. You know, you're kind of like, oh, you're one of them. Okay, I get that totally. Right, yeah. fine. <laughs> <laughs> you crack on with your life, boy. Um, because it is all about inclusivity, and I've been arguing about this. I mean, I've, I, I'm very much in, in, the, in the mindset that people enjoy what they enjoy, regardless of what anybody else is going to say about it. I fucking love Jar Jar Binks. I love the first episode. <laughs> episode one is amazing in Star Wars, and I, and, I, and I love The Last Jedi. I think it's visually very beautiful, but people will tell yeah. you to fuck off if you tell them that, and I don't mind that. That's fine. If you don't like it, crack on, but, you know, yeah. they do things to well, us. You know what? My co-host uh, on Ranchy TV, uh, the well and wingnut right here, uh, Steve, He's a he's a diehard Star Wars fan for the movies because he doesn't watch any of the cartoons or the TV series, but he loves all the movies. He love he loves Jar Jar. He does a great Jar Jar Binks impersonation as well. <laughs> That's like his go to, uh, which is also the same as his Miwad from whatever show that is, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. <laughs> I've I've done a few podcasts with the great and powerful Eric Fluger, who is um, an artist for Kevin Smith, who did um, lots of artwork for Kevin Smith for uh, Hollywood Babylon. Um, and we did some Star Wars stuff. We did like a five and a half hour long podcast oh, just on just on um, on the the first trilogy, I believe. And uh, yeah, he does an amazing Jar Jar impression. Um, and he's the one that got me to watch uh, Clone Wars and Rebels as well because he was mm -hmm. like. 
if you really want to understand Star Wars and you want to be able to stand toe-to-toe with any fucker out there that wants to question Star Wars, you need to watch this stuff. Rebels is just phenomenal. It just Rebels that, that show made me cry. It made me cry. Genuinely, like it doesn't take much to make me cry. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, big ass um, baby. <laughs> Batman, um, uh, the, under the red hood. There's that scene um, where uh, where Will you, let him like, live? Will you let him live? <laughs> 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 I'm like, it's so true, yeah. so true. Yo, you know what? You know what got me? Like, really, really got me was uh, Clerks Three. The end of the. I don't know if you've seen. Like mm. it got me a few times in the movie, but the the very end, like spoilers for anyone who's listening. I'm sorry if you haven't heard it, but like five four, three, If two, you one. haven't watched Clerks Three, stop the podcast. We don't mind. Go watch it. Go it can come back. Right, it's fucking great. Um. So yeah, uh, five four three two one. When who is it? Dante that actually dies at the end. Yeah, it, it wasn't the one that was. It wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, oh my god, I can't believe I'm forgetting his name. They're and they're both both going to be at our Comic Con this year. But yeah. uh, when he dies at the end, though, because the whole movie was leading up, it was going to be the other guy that would die. I mean, yeah. it was uh, it was Brian O'Halloran, by the way. I forget what it, the character, but I mean, that got me so much because I'm that age. We're like I'm I'm 48, so I mean, and and I, I identify more with him than I do. Well, I kind of identify with them both because I too hate Lord of the Rings movies, <laughs> but. Uh, Yo, man! Did you see? You so yeah, I hate the Lord of the Rings movies. There's so a, much. That's, that's allowed. <laughs> yeah, I like the books. I love the Ralph Bishke, uh cartoons in the '70s, but uh, the movies—I don't know. It just seemed so much more walking. I. But yeah, so on the, last, sure got me, though. the last episode, um, I spoke to my good friend Derek Willis, who is a thespian friend of mine. He's a very good friend, and. We were talking about geek culture in general and kind of like how media sort of changed a little bit. And he was like, um, so what did you think of the new Doctor Who? And I was like, uh, I'm like, okay, so I've seen all of Star Trek, all of Star Wars, yeah. I love my Batman. You know, I've got comic books coming up my ear rolls here. But I've yes. never watched Doctor Who. Can't get on with it. Can't get on with Doctor Who. Never been able to. And he was like, Is that a Apparently not, because he went, he lost his fucking mind. He's like, right, you need to go and watch some fucking Doctor Who right now. <laughs> Bless him. Yo, um, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of with him there. Uh, I, I Listen, when I was a kid, Doctor Who used to creep the fuck out of me. Sorry, oh, I'm sorry, do I, are we allowed to swear here? Um, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, we're allowed to call. Yeah, I speak, uh, I speak heavy Canadianese, and uh, that's part of our culture. Um, but yeah, no, uh, the, the old show used to scare me, especially the open. Like, I don't know what, what it was about that open, but it just used to trip me out as a kid. But when I started watching it with Eccleston, Series 9, I believe it, well, it was, I don't know what the series was, but he was the ninth Doctor. That yeah. got me. I got hooked there. And then Matt Smith, damn. I think There's Matt Smith good. is a great actor. I watched him in um, the the Queen drama, what's it the called? Crown. Uh, the Crown. He's a brilliant actor. Really fucking, yeah. really good actor. Yeah, um, I'm just pouring a beer. I bought some uh, corked Finnish beer from Aldi. So I'm, oh. I'm <laughs> I was like, I'm going to try some corked beer for sure. So the whole point of the Biscuit Guy is because um, the Shoes of Biscuit podcast that I do is usually a bit more sophisticated. 
which I love. Um, it's one for the family. You don't really swear. Yeah. So the biscuit guy is one where we can have a beer and we can see what the fuck we want. So that's, uh, so that's why you're cheers. like, this is the one that we're going to invite Zeus to. Because yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, I can be family friendly. It's just I have to know ahead of time. I always say it's good to wear two hats. It's good. It's good to be able to switch from one to the other because I enjoy it, man. I, I've got for years and years, we did a, a podcast called Thor's Kin Podcast. And you suck. Uh, you probably seen my you suck stuff on your page. I, I think I, you let me post stuff on there before. Yeah. Um, and it, so my, my buddy was in. Um, Tom Bruno was in Vermont. Uh, we had guys in California. Uh, Eric Fluger used to be, he used to have a show on there called um, "Yelling at Clouds," and he's in he's in Florida. So we used to like do some mad shit on there. Like it was so good. We we'd meet up live. Um, we'd have a beer. Tom would have a joint. Um, we'd just sit and just shoot shit, shoot the shit. It was fucking great. I loved it. You know, uh, you get, nothing better than the guys getting together and just kind of shooting the shit. Or and by the guys, I mean you know that I mean that open ended. People, women, girls, everyone, women. Yeah. yeah, everybody. Just when people get together, friends, you know, and yeah. uh, hear a pint or two, a, a toke or two, and uh, a lot of funny stories. Usually, yeah, um, it's usually the the improv. So there was a video running in the background. My internet here is shit, by the way. I've um, yeah. I've interviewed a couple of people in Canada um, over the years, and one thing that everybody's had in common that I've been spoke to in Canada is the internet's fucking amazing there. And I really? don't know. Yeah. 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 We spoke to Monsieur de Lamour, uh, from Ted Lasso. Um, he was, um, Zorro in Ted Lasso. Yeah, yeah. And he, yeah. he, he was, um, amazing, uh, uh, internet and, uh, my, my good friends as well. Um, yeah. That's, is that a common thing? Is that a common thing? In Canada? I well, I'm usually bitching at Steve, uh, my co-host, for how bad his internet is. And then, uh, yeah, but uh, no, that's uh, that's great to hear. I mean, all yeah. this time I was complaining about my internet. No, I'm, I, I just a little bit there, but we live in a, in a in a brand new neighborhood, so it's only been around for like five years. The street has right, so uh, all across the road, they've got 150, 200 fucking sky's the limit, Meg. Right, they've got this amazing internet. Here, I live in an apartment block, right? So in my uh, building, they haven't got the link isn't quite there, and we need to get permission off our council to be able to link it from one building to the other, and they just won't do it. So uh, it's a bit nice. So, yeah. um, so Zeus, all the way from yes. Canada, my friend. Um, tell us a bit about yourself. I mean, I was doing a bit of reading up about you and about your your career as early career as a dad, as a, as a as an actor and as a dad and back as an actor again. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I, I don't know. I started from a humble beginnings of no. I'm just kidding. Uh, no, uh, you know, it's, once you know, it was, a, it was a cold summer night in 1975 when I was born. <laughs> no. uh, uh, you know, uh, typical. You know, it's the same story everyone's had. You know, only black guy growing up in my town, predominantly white people in my white family, aside from my dad, who I never met. Uh, my grandparents were like June and Ward Cleaver from Leave it to Beaver. Um, my mother ran a strip bar my entire life. from like the time I was in kindergarten until I was in uh, my, my 30s. So, yeah, it, it, it was a pretty interesting upbringing. You know, the, the typical same old, same old, like everybody. <laughs> uh, in, in the fourth grade uh, at our elementary school, uh, 
we did a Disney production, you know, just this big musical. And I was the MC, you know, everybody had to do something or had to try to audition. And, and I got the MC role and I, it was love at first sight. The first se- second I stepped on stage and then, you know, had my lines memorized and that crowd was like clapping and stuff. I was hooked, you know, um, and that's amazing. I, yeah. I've been chasing that dragon ever since, I guess. Uh, yeah, I went to, went to college. I did theater. Um, I acted a bit, you know, just doing always extra roles, which I absolutely, absolutely hated. Um, and there's nothing mm-hmm. against that. If people like people make a great living in, as background actors, but I wanted to, act. I just want to, you know, that's, that's what I love doing. Like I would do theater if I could my entire life. Uh, but uh, yeah, I went to college and then my daughter was born, my oldest daughter and yeah, got dropped out, got a real job and uh, yeah. Fast forward 20 yeah. years later and here I am back in it. I love that. The, a real job. And I think there's a lot of people, a lot of creatives, a lot of people in a similar situation have had to like, I won't say give up the dream because they're your kids at the end of the day, you know, they're yeah, always great responsibilities as best parents, right? But like the real, like, oh, there was um okay, big shout out to the guys from Intune Radio. Um, I was, uh, I had a show going out for them. Um, like a, it was like a, a pre-recorded show that would go out on a, on a, on a loop sort of thing, you know, and they would just show it, chuck in. So I recorded loads and loads of lines on this system and it would just put them in an order and then they would release the music as it goes. So you could record like a three hour show in 20 minutes sort of thing. And there was, was, oh, there was wow. that was going out, but I didn't like it. I was like, whenever I've done radio, I like to do it live. I love just to be there. I love for things to be the potential to fuck up. Like I love that yeah. you're, you're controlling everything, you know, especially if you've got like a discord running in the, in the, in the corner or as it's going anyway. Um, and uh, they've just opened up a, a studio. I was like, as soon as you get the opportunity to go live, I'll come back to you. I'll do live shows. But now I've got like a very busy job. I've got these, these podcasts. I'm working really hard and, like, and now I can't do it. I don't have the time. Yeah. I'd love to be able to work on the radio, but it's not paid. I don't have the time. So yeah. Uh, see, and that's, that's the big difference is, is it paid, right? You know, yeah. um, that's it. the, one of the reasons why I think I stayed in this, like, so when I, when I left my job, like, so I did, con- I worked at the Hilton for a while, you know, when I, when I left school and then I moved on to construction, I was raising my kids by myself. I had them full time at the time. Uh, my ex was going through some stuff and yeah. So when I, when I quit that construction job, when my kids were basically done high school, I didn't think I'd make it as an actor. So instead I took a course here in, in my hometown, uh, agri college, which is an acclaimed school, especially for stuff like this. Uh, I took their broadcasting for film radio and television. And my emphasis was on radio and television. I didn't think I would, and it's not to be an actor in either of those. It's either to be a DJ or work behind the scenes with TV or to be a news anchor. And that's what I did. Like, uh, so I worked at a couple radio stations here in Canada, um, like on TV. Then I worked on the radio for a bit, but I kept getting these because our program was had TV and radio, but also film. The film students kept coming up to me and they'd be like, yo, we're looking for an old guy basically to play a professor. <laughs> we're looking for an old guy to play this. We need a dad. So they, I kept getting these roles and 
doing for free because I love to act. I was just happy just to be acting again. And um, because of this course, it also taught me how to make my own demo reel and I had my own headshots and stuff. So I put a little demo reel together and headshots. And I just started putting out feelers on this local talent search for like commercials and stuff. And I started getting commercials and more and more commercials. And they were just low end commercials, like nothing big, you know, getting paid like five, 500 to a thousand bucks, which I know is, seems like a lot. <laughs> um, and then an agency reached out to me and they're like, Hey, do you, are you looking for representation? I'm like, Oh, I don't know. You know, I don't want to do extra work again. They're like, and I have no money to pay. And they're like, no, no, we'll, you don't pay us anything. And they're like, you just pay us. But if we get you work, you pay us from that. And the very first, I'm like, all right. So I do it. The very first audition was for, do you know Dove or Don, the dish soap? Yeah, yeah. Well, we well, we have Dove over here. It's like shower gel and deodorant. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we have Don dish soap, though. D-A-W-N. And I got this commercial, and it was the first commercial, and it paid like almost like 10 grand. And... You know, and this is my first, wow. first time. Yeah, right? So I was like, oh, That's okay. good money. <laughs> That's really good. They don't all pay that, though. <laughs> and they take a long time to get paid. You get, you, It takes a while to get paid. You get free of them, though. That's 30 grand a year. That's a salary. Yeah, but like I said, most of them don't do that. That's because I did, I was what they call the hero role. So they, you see me on, on camera, and I'm the featured sort of thing. But then they're like, oh, you have a nice voice. Do you ever do voiceover work? So I got paid twice to do the voiceover plus um, you know, camera. So they don't all pay like that. I don't think smell I've like shit. <laughs> What's that? So do your dishes smell like shit? Do you need a great <laughs> detergent? Oh, we got the I one for you. like that. Yeah. Come on yeah. down to the new Dove. <laughs> we'll clean it like you're cleaning your ass. Don't buy fairy. Those guys are punks. The rest of the day of dish soaps. Um, the guy from the guy from fairy. He's a dick. Tell him from us that he's a dick. <laughs> buy our soap. I love that. I I, I love like um, you know you see on on YouTube when people voice over adverts and things are and they put in their own little spin. Um, uh, I think that's such a fun, that's, that's just a, a fun thing to do. I've been playing with a bit of voice acting. I've done a little bit. So I'm in a, an animated movie Ooh. that's being finished off at the moment, um, Incognito. It's been like three years in the making. Ash, if you're listening to this, I hope you can get the movie out, buddy. I want my voice to be out there. Um, but I did like, I did, um, I worked at Shrewsbury Prison, which is now a tourist place. It's closed. Um, it's a very famous prison. It's on, um, do, you, do you guys have like, um, uh, what, what's it called there, uh, where they look for ghosts and stuff like, if you're there, ghost say you. Ghost hunters. Yeah, so, yeah. So ghost hunters, they, they, they're there all the time. Anyway, I was there as an immersive active, uh, actor for a few years. I always talk about this because it was a really good, fun experience for me. Like, yeah. So they do like prison breaks, they do like Halloween events, so I've been like a psychopathic butcher and I played Bad Santa where I could walk around with a bottle of whiskey with stains all down. Oh, no oh, darling. I've got a package for you for Christmas. That's all, you know. Um, <laughs> and it. it's just, it's all about like, I what, I've, what I've found most rewarding about that is like stepping into the life of somebody else for a little bit, just being someone else for a bit. Do you get that yeah. when, you, when you're like on stage or when you're acting or something like that? You know, I do. And, and, and I always go back to one time in particular. It, it doesn't happen often. And every once in a while, and once in a while, I'll get it when I'm, uh, 
I have a certain monologue that I try to rehearse just in case I'm ever asked to do an audition and it's just a piece I always have. Every once in a while, I'll do that and I'll hit it. But aside from that, it's only been one time and I, I, I was doing a play and I was like 18, 17 maybe at the time. And I just, I was so immersed in this character. I don't remember going on stage or coming off stage. I know it sounds weird. No, it it sounds like hyperbole, but I mean, just lost. I don't remember delivering my lines. I like it was just I was lost in the character, and and you hear people say that, and you said like, oh my god, like because I come from a very like alpha male type of city where they're like, oh, that's bullshit sort of thing. But I'm telling you, man, it's it's it, it was it's a it's a real thing, and that's kind it's of like that an out of body experience. It really. I've been there, the, the psychopathic butcher, one of my favorite roles because I used to just get to freak people out, get right up to girls and like sniff their hair and just run the blade down their face, you know, all that sort of stuff. But like to do that role, I had to do this monologue that I had like 20 minutes to remember. And it's about how my wife had, my wife had pissed me off. It's a very abusive relationship, of course. Um, and I went on this rampage. I'll talk about how I fucking, I'd cut a face off and wear it as a mask and fucking, ah, I'd go mad. And like, they, they were sat in the chairs like this, like they, they were kind of like, okay. And the room sort of wobbled as I came back. And I was like, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's mad, isn't it? Yeah, it's a, a little bit, a little bit. Um, I played a psycho killer once too, but never got into it like that. I get it must have brought something out of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, some Dexter shit going on there deep inside. Yeah, well, we all have that dark passenger, right? Um, so, like, oh. this is interesting for you as well with your career because you're kind of like starting again now. You know, so like, yeah, there are opportunities out for you now, like that could be, you know, because. Oh. Sorry, that, that's the funny thing is uh, when I was younger and doing this, I was just getting extra roles and, you know, I had six pack abs and, you know, worked mm. out. Well, I didn't really, I just played sports all the time. And, you know, I had the goatee. I look, people used to always tell me I look like Hootie and the Blowfish, like a younger version of Darius Rucker at the time. It's like <laughs> Hootie. Um, that's a good look. It's a good look, my friend. <laughs> right? But with picture that with an APAC. <laughs> Um, but, and then, but I had, you know, like the the three earrings and the the goatee, like everything, gold chain, like everything that my agent told me to look like, but I look like every single other nineties kid at that point Mm -hmm. that was on TV. Now, now, you know, I'm overweight, got some gray in the beard, you know, no earrings, you know, no hair. Um, and yeah, I, I get, I don't get extra roles ever. You know, I don't get background. I get. You know, it's, and, and I'm, this sounds, I, I'm not trying to sound like, oh, I'm so great. Cause I'm not, <laughs> I still have, you so are my friend. You are. no, 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 I appreciate that. But honestly, I look at, the, especially my last few roles, I'm like, oh my God, my acting's gotten really bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, I, I don't know. I, I seem to get a lot more roles now because they're looking for that dad. They're looking for unique looking, you know, and huh, right now I'm, you unique in my every everyday man look i guess i think we all got me, the the- i think i'm like the white version of you so i feel like we're very similar <laughs> follically challenged getting through life as dads um, yeah. I, I need to i need to get some acting classes off you so i can start getting in some roles like i don't know though i don't think i think 
I could be an actor. I feel like I probably could do it if I really wanted, but I lack a bit of confidence. I think I could do voice acting, done a little yeah. bit of that, you know. Um, but when in front of camera, like it's weird. I, I released, I put like a video up the other day about this this show. I was like, oh, episode one is up, no, it's up, it's up. And like when I as soon as the camera, even if it's Facebook Live, I kind of just like you see how I am right now behind a microphone. It's like jazz for me, right? In front yeah. of as as the cameras, now, I'm kind of like, um, your camera's on now. I know. But there's a mic. It, it's mad. Psychologically, yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm. I'm, I'm very like. Uh, I'm, I'm. I'm a strange person. I think. I think if you're a psychologist, um, I think I'm pretty sure you're. I'm PB and J. I'm. I'm pretty sure every psychologist would say every person on the planet's a little PB and J, or a little PB, <laughs> a little PB and uh, I don't know whatever. Something that, that's something special, man. <laughs> yeah, people are male. <laughs> oh, let me ask you something because we, cool. I, what are the words? And this is so random, and I, I'm sorry for this. But what are the words that irk you the most that North Americans say that they get wrong from British language? Like, I know al- aluminium really pisses you guys off. Al- al- aluminium, aluminium. Then. aluminium. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I don't know how because um, you know, Canada and America are very different places. Um, yeah, but you we, guys. We, we still speak very similar. You guys do a little bit better with your D's and your T's. Like you can say water rather than water. <laughs> Some of you, I think it depends where you're on Canada. Yeah. Um, water is an, is another one because you, you know you got all this shit at the moment on Facebook. Saying, Good bottle of water. Like it's not. <laughs> it it sounds like when Brits are saying water that they're ignoring the the T water. The tea and the, it depends where you're from. I think I say water. I do say water. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you're right. And it, where, I think it depends where you're from, from. Like uh, I'm, I'm, I'm from the Midlands. I'm from I'm from Shropshire. So I I started off in Shropshire, then I moved to just over the border in Wales in Wrexham. You know uh, the yeah, TV yeah, show. Right yeah, so that's where I grew up. I grew up in Wrexham and moved back to to Shrewsbury uh, when I was in my twenties. And um, so um, yeah, that's kind of I've got like a weird. Yeah. Um, I feel Shropshire like I Welsh accent. Like I feel like I can always tell, like uh, like the London type accent, as opposed to Liverpool. You, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the but man you, the man who's like bruv, you know. And, <laughs> <laughs> Manchester. Oh, I'm from Manchester. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Got, our accents are so fantastic for such a small yeah. place. Uh, me right. and Tom Brunner. Bruno being up in, in Vermont, um, we used to do that. We used to do funny games where we'd like put a pin on the map, and I'd be say to him, "Right, well, how does that sound in 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 the UK?" And it, he'd do the same for me in America. Like we'd have these oh. fun games where we'd have to improv these accents, and that's that's oh, really God. really fun to do. Oh, I'm down. Let me let, let's play that game. I might steal that for my next improv class. Let's <laughs> do it now. Fuck it. Let's do it. <laughs> let me find something for you. I'm down. All right. Okay. So, but, uh, bring up instead a, of map. Oh, sorry, uh, go ahead. Okay. Right. Okay. So uh give me a random town. Random town oh. in the UK. And I've got and one I'm, for you for Canada. Uh okay, so I okay. Randomize. Randomize. Right, first of all, easy for you. Um London. Okay. Well, that's, hmm. Let me forget yeah, to say. I'm trying to get Prince Charles. 
<laughs> uh, okay, I've got a, a random sentence there generator. Are portions, there are little portions. Are any, uh, I don't know if I'll get it right. Oh, let me yeah. get a set. Let me okay. share my I'm screen. horrible at accents, by the way. People hate my accents. Like our one of our biggest fan bases is in is in Australia for some reason. Don't ask me why. And they loathe my Australian accent. They say I sound like a Kiwi. And then when I try to do a Kiwi accent, I always sound like an Aussie, they say. I yeah, good eye, mate. I can do that one. And it's all right yeah. for about for a few seconds, and then it sort of starts sounding like I'm doing some sort of Pakistani strange <laughs> accent. Yeah, good eye, mate. Yeah. You're all right, you know. <laughs> I can do like my wife used to love home and home and away, like the soap that they love there over there. Sure, um, yeah. Um, so okay, give me give me somewhere in in, in America or Canada because I'm Dil- I, I'm free. go on. No, I was just gonna say uh, there's a place called Dildo, Nova Scotia. <laughs> oh, Dildo in Nova Scotia. I believe it's Nova Scotia, Dildo. Let me just double check that. I used to know a gentleman called from Nova Scotia, and he had a very deep. Oh my God! Why have I lost connection? And I give me a second. Yeah. Oh, I used to see you. Um, and he used yeah, to sound like this. Ah, oh, hey, hey, hey there, Alex. How are you? My name is My name is Jeff. It's nice to see you. <laughs> I'm from Nova Scotia. Eh? <laughs> Newfoundland. Sorry, he's from Newfoundland, but close, close. The accents are very close. So Newfoundland and uh, the East Coast sounds a lot like a mix between Irish and Scottish. Mostly Irish, though. Nova Scotia really? is New Scotland, new right? So Nova Scotia in French, Nova Scotia is New Scotland. I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh wow! Yeah, but uh, yeah. So Does but, it sound uh, Irish? Are you, yeah. Irish is Northern no, Irish. Yeah, boy, I buy. Hey, boy. Lord Thunder and Jesus is their is their go to saying there. Lord Thunder and Jesus, they play Turtle How Thursday. Up, what, would that be if you didn't know that and you were trying to escape Ireland and you got in a boat and you somehow managed to make it across <laughs> the other side and you got there and you're like, well, right there, how's it going? Welcome to Nova Scotia. <laughs> <laughs> what part of Northern Ireland are we in? Nah, it's not quite Irish. Like, you, there is a there is a distinct uh, difference. The sad thing that I feel about. Uh, people from Newfoundland is growing up the derogatory jokes, like the stupid people jokes were always made mm. as Newfie jokes. So, you know, like oh, really? what do you do if a Newfie throws a grenade at you? You, you pull the pin and throw it back. Um, <laughs> and I guess that's because of the Irish influence, the Paddy and Murphy thing. I used to get that one as a kid. Well, really? I'm Irish. My family, my family uh, live in Bantry Bay, which is in County Cork. They, they have a really soft sound and accent like this, and they sound right. beautiful when they talk, you know. And oh, but they kind of open up when they talk. It's really nice. Whereas in Dublin, they really sound like they've got everything all in one place, you know. It's oh. really like beautiful. Um, For Dublin, more of a Dublin, Dub- Dublin, 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 and Dublin. and Cork, Cork. And Cork. Um, Work. Yeah, yeah. Uh, accents are wonderful things. My accent for Ireland, I just always try to do. Uh, oh my god, I just and I lost it. I always try to do Pierce Bronson, Brosnan, <laughs> Pierce Brosnan, or, or Father Ted. Did you get guys get Father Ted over there? Uh, we ha- I, we know a Father Ted, um, and we get it on the illegal yeah. streaming services. If someone was to do that, I do not promote that. I'm just saying, some people do. 
<laughs> um, yeah, I feel like there's certain accents you can do in Ireland where it's kind of like you're gonna fuck around to find out if you do say in the wrong place. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah what fair. did you say? <laughs> where are you from in Ireland? <laughs> I don't even think I can get away with it, and I'm Irish. Um, I've been uh, I've been learning Mandarin lately, and oh, really? uh, yeah, and I work at a hotel in Niagara Falls, so we have. Uh, we have a wide array of different uh, races uh, and nationalities that work there. And one of my, one of the guys that I work with, a Chinese guy, I was telling him, and I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm learning Mandarin. He's like, Oh, what have you learned so far? And this was my third day. No, second day uh, of learning is uh, I learned how to say my name and also to say, and you. So I'm like, my name is Ryan and you. So to say that is uh Ni hao, wo zhao Ryan. Ni na. So Andrew is ni na. But I screwed up one word. So I was like, uh, wo He's like, tell me what you know. Like, wo zhao uh, Ryan. Ni ma. I said ni ma instead of ni na. And ni ma is Chinese for go fuck your mother. <laughs> Oh my God, Zeus! Yeah, okay. yeah. His his jaw dropped to the floor, and I'm like, "What?" <laughs> and he told me, and I thought he was messing with me, and I had to go ask one of my other Chinese friends, and they're like, "What? What did you say?" I am just wow, stupid. <laughs> well, um, my wife is from is from Colombia, and so oh, we used wow. to go to Colombia quite a bit. We used to go and see family, and uh, <laughs> from a very young age. I mean, we're talking like barely 18 months. I used to listen to a song by the Red Hot Chili Peppers called Cabron. And okay. Timmy used to he used to sing it. Cabron, Cabron. It's very easy to learn. And I remember going to Colombia, and he's barely two years old. He's just about toddling around. And he's singing Cabron, Cabron. And his family's like, <gasps> why is he saying this? Because it's like, it's like, it's a bit like a, do you speak Spanish? I don't speak Spanish, but like, it's a, like a, all right, Wanker, or right, right, mate, yeah, it's like a term of endearment, but it, yeah, yeah, right, asshole. It's like a term yeah. of endearment, but for blokes, hey, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I only know swear words in every language, that's it, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was that was quite funny. Um, but I'm, I'm terrible with languages. My wife obviously speaks Spanish, and I we've been together for over 10 years, and all I've learned how to say is I can say una cerveza por favor or dos. Cerveza, por favor. I mean, that's that's oh, more beer. important. Yeah, two beers. Beer, two beers. Yeah. Um, and um, para los which means your finger looking good. KFC. <laughs> I mean, I'm terrible. I, I really mean, hey, priorities. Priorities. It's good to know the priorities. If you're going to know a language, got to know the stuff that you're going to want the most. <laughs> I can flirt with someone and then order them a beer. I mean, don't tell my wife. Right. I just said that. And clip me on the back of the head. Um, <laughs> I know. I know. Dame cerveza. Dame cerveza. Yeah. Where's my Where's my beer? And, <laughs> and mucho gusto, Mayo Ryan. Mayomo Ryan. Mayomo Ryan. Mayomo. Mayomo Zeus. So my, Niagara Falls. Uh, that must be quite a busy place for tourists. Is that like an all year round thing for you guys? Um, well, this time of year, we're pretty slow. It's still like kind of busy, but it's, uh, 
come basically March break. We, do you guys have March break in in the UK? Like a spring break type thing. Spring break, yeah, yeah, yeah. Spring break, same thing. Like in in the states, they have spring break, and I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so we call it March break here. Um, and then uh, then it just kind of blows up. That's when all the college students and stuff have their first real break after Christmas and stuff. So they'll flood Niagara Falls or, you know, or family comes down to visit and they don't want to stay at their family's house. So they'll go to the falls and get a hotel room. So yeah, pretty busy there. Does that mean, does that mean like life is kind of expensive for you guys? Cause it's a tourist town. Well, I don't live in Niagara Falls, but yeah, like housing, housing is like, through the roof right now uh, here, but mm. I, I, I'm, the more I'm hearing about it, it seems to be that way. Basically, the states, uh, the UK, everywhere, like housing prices are. The only way they're not really going through the roof is places like the Scandinavian countries, like Finland and and uh, Sweden. Yeah, Sweden. The places where you pay like sixty percent taxes are the places where you could actually afford to live. Yeah, you pay so much in taxes, everything else is free because you paid for it in taxes. Yeah, it's not very easy at the moment for a lot of people. You know, cost of living is incredibly bad. This is why it's important to enjoy the things that are free, like this podcast, guys. It's just for free. So, yep. you know, um, unless you want to support so him. <laughs> let's talk about the page because this is one of the things that I drew that drew me to you because you've collected over 150,000 people together that can sit and openly talk about whatever the fuck they want. Whatever, whatever geekdom they're part of is rolling his eyes because I know, I know what's coming but like yeah. that was the get, I guess that was the goal originally right for you no I so the page has been going geez myself and one of my friends started it 2011 ish um, it was just called all things geek at the time uh, then my buddy Johnny left uh, and I kept it going. Originally, my idea was, because like, I had asked him if he wanted to do it with me, because I didn't know how to start a page. Like, this was when they first started, like, all the, these extra pages on Facebook. Um, but I was always posting stuff about pop culture, anything. Uh, yeah. Latest comic book issues, like, stuff I was reading. I, like, if you go back to Ryan's All Things Geek, and you scroll to the very first post, it's just like my favorite pictures of the time, like from comic books and stuff. And then, you know, my fan casting that I would do of like who I saw playing. Like I had Ben Affleck as Batman, like way before any of Yo, I, if you go back to the early, when they announced Henry Cavill as Superman, I am so pro Henry Cavill and so pro Zack Snyder's Superman. And then I watch that shit and I'm probably its biggest detractor. I like it. I, I like I was, look, but Zack Snyder is a nihilist, in my opinion. I um, I was that. talking about that with uh, Mike Perkins, who is actually you know he's Marvel DC artist, and we we're talking about that with him because I was saying he got it so right with Watchmen and Three Hundred, of course, mm-hmm. that I feel like that's probably the worst thing that could have happened to him because he's gone on to do these other things, and it's like not, but you know the people have expected the the quality because Watchmen is. One of the greatest comic book movies of all time. There's nothing, not much that can touch it. But then, the yeah. upside, yeah. Um, but yeah, Mike I Perkins was saying he got it wrong. Yeah, I think he did too. I think he did too. too. I think, yeah. And he, if he had done Batman, I think it would have been all right. But he probably would have went even too dark with Batman. But 
I love Ben Affleck as Batman. I like I I, I, I like Watchmen. I I didn't love the Watchmen, but I'm not a huge Alan Moore fan either. I have, really? I grew up watching Disney, and I grew up uh, Saturday morning cartoons. I grew up uh, '80s family sitcoms like uh, uh, what was it? Family Ties, uh, Growing Pains. Yeah, you know, full house stuff like that. Like I and Pollyanna was like one of my favorite Disney movies growing up. So I was always had that try to look on the the brighter side and not focus on negative. Um, so stuff that was more nihilistic, I, I've always had issues with. Like I'm not big on war movies, although I love and I mean absolutely love. And this contradicts everything I said, uh, but Apocalypse Now, but just because it's a cinematic masterpiece. Um, yeah, yeah, and even though Platoon is as well, it's too real. Like that is basically yeah. Oliver Stone's retelling of his time in Vietnam and how, how bad it was. You know, you're gonna get me on a phase. I go on World War Two phases. I do. Like, all I have to see is one documentary, and then I'm like, right, go back to the beginning and watching all the movies, all the documentaries. I, I love World War Two shit, honestly. Yeah, and I, I feel like an old man at times because I'm sitting there watching World War Two in color again. <laughs> Well, you know, you know, it's, you know, it is funny though. I say that, but then I don't mind watching history, like history stuff, like history channel or, or things like that. Like, did you know, Canada, we have, I think we have the most like per, per war or per a war, we have the most war crimes. Like we really? were world war one or two. I can't remember which one. It might be both, but we were, we, so you know, you know the Christmas, you know Christmas, how there's a ceasefire during the war. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah we all know that story. So Canadians were throwing over cans of food and stuff like that, and Germans came out to get the food. Then we threw grenades. <laughs> oh my God! That com- do you know what? They- <laughs> Yo, you should look. I am not laughing. I am should, not laughing. You should look. Up, no, I'm not laughing either. It's just that so much time has passed, and then. <laughs> My laugh is that people always look at Canadians as friendly. And friendly. Well, we're there now. We're there now. There's a bit um, of a built-up yeah. guilt over the last uh, hundred years. As well. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the Geneva Convention was put in place because of us, not because <laughs> <laughs> we we didn't take prisoners either. Like Canadians were known for executing their prisoners. We had one guy so badass. That he he captured solo by himself, captured uh, a tank, a Panzer tank, and rode the Panzer tank on top of it into a town, and just had a gun and made everybody else surrender him by himself. Um, wow! Yeah, there's some great Canadian uh, history stories, and then some not so great. <laughs> I love to. I love to learn a bit more about Canadian history because that's that's the thing, isn't it? You know. Everybody, you know, they, they talk about the UK and they talk about America and they talk about different places. You know, Canada's the second biggest country in the world. Yeah. Like, there's, there's got, and there's a lot going on there. Do you know what I mean? Um, there's a lot going on here right now. But we seem to be like the Gen X of world, uh, of countries where people just don't kind of fuck with us. Like, and I don't mean like they're, they don't want to fight us. I just mean like there's like nobody pays attention to us. Yeah, it's not like they've gone. Uh, hello, America. Hey there. Should we shun Canada? Yeah, sounds good to me. <laughs> it's like, yes, okay, fuck those guys. 
And really, we can be the nicest people in the world when we when our big brother is the states and they're just down there and they could uh you know basically nuke everybody. I am still here, by the way. I'm having internet oh, issues. <laughs> it's fucking nightmare, <laughs> this place. Um, but yeah, so Ryan Ryan's all things geek um has been going for since 2011, you say? 2009. Uh, not, maybe uh, a little bit earlier. I have a hard, hard time uh, scrolling to the first first post. I wow. had a so I I had an issue, and we'll probably get into this, and probably a question you were we're going to ask later. Um, where Zeus comes from? Um, I was going to ask. I didn't know if it's going to be too personal. No, oh. no, not at all. Uh, so Zeus is just a nickname that one person gave me. And I used to use it just in my video games, like for when I create a pair character, I would call it Zeus. Um, Zeus Fleming always. But a friend's buddy, one of my friends, their stepdad called me Zeus because there was the old Hulk Hogan movie, No Holds Bar, with Tiny Lister. Uh, okay. Big black guy. He was in Friday, played Debo. Oh, yeah, I know that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's my butt now, fool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He he played a wrestler in the in that movie No Holds Bar against Hulk Hogan. He even had a, a, a short wrestling run in the WWF. Um, came out as wow. Zeus. He had his Zed fucking shaved into his head. <laughs> <laughs> so because I'm the only black guy in town, every time someone, whoever the new popular black person was, someone would give me that as a nickname. And it just wow. so happened at that time there, it it wasn't as racist as it sounds. They would do it. They would do it in, in means of terms of endearment, even if that's not how it came off. You know? I, I growing up in Wrexham, and this is meant not meant as any dish. I don't know how this is going to sound. Actually, growing up in Wrexham, it was a very white town, and I'm not going to use the guy's name because I, I went to college with him. Very good friend of mine. Um, I'll say his name's John as a, and he's known as Black John. He was like, that's how white it was. They were like, oh, can you not just use his normal name? Like, <laughs> yeah. like, I got on with him because he's, he's from the same town as me, Telford, which is very mixed race. It's kind of, it's, it's kind of normal yeah. for us. To, but in, in Wrexham, no. <laughs> it's mad. Like, yeah. well, That's my whole point with why, why James Bond can never be a black guy. Because there's too many white, like predominantly white cities in Europe, period. And if you are supposed to be able to hide under the cover, like get undercover and like hide in a crowd, you can't do that as a brother. Can you imagine James Bond in like fucking Sweden or or something like that? And he's trying to lose like the bad guys, and they're like, "There he is, there he is." Yeah, there he is. <laughs> like, I, I I would love to see Idris Elba as 007, but not as James Bond. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Totally agree with you. I've, I've I've heard that before. We've had that debate as well on the, on the podcast. It's like yeah. we, we've tried to do fan casting of movies in the past, and James Bond was one of them. I think Taron Egerton or Henry Cavill or Oh, Taron. I love Taron Egerton. Do you think he's going to be the next Wolverine, though? I I, I think it, because he's very good at morphing his face as Eddie the Eagle and as Elton John, he was fucking phenomenal in both of those movies because he did like Eddie the Eagle, he gave himself a bit of an an, an underbite, you know, um, and he's very good at that. Well, after that. Eddie the Eagle, um, Hugh Jackman was on record saying like they asked him who he would like to see 
take over the mantle of Wolverine, and Taron was his choice. I think it's a flip between Daniel Radcliffe and and Taron Edgerton. As a Canadian, I really don't want it to be a Brit, and I don't. And I mean, (laughs) so when 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 Americans do British accents, it's a blank British accent where you can't really. It's not really. You know, they might have London a bit. You know, they do the the twang or or whatever for a certain, but they don't get it just right. That's the same when Brits do, especially when they do Canadian, because they just do a, yeah. a blank American accent. They don't they have they don't Kevin Smith with just everybody does. Everyone tries to do Canadian. They do a, a Minnesota accent. It sounds like it's Fargo. So that's kind of what, where I went with Nova Scotia. I'm from Nova Scotia, eh? And Yogi Bear. <laughs> no, they're more of a Lord Thunder and Jesus by. Um, yeah, yeah. Actually, Nova Scotia is uh, close to Boston. Boston, yeah. Because every um, year, Halifax, Halifax, the city of Halifax in Nova Scotia uh, and the city of Boston exchange Christmas trees because there was a nuclear explosion or some kind of big explosion that happened. And I think Halifax warned Boston of it or vice versa. And they're all, they're kind of indebted to each other. Oh, did you some history today? Well, this has got to happen again, my friend. I mean, we're, we're kind of gelling right here. I'm kind of, I'm getting a bit of a man crush on you. Um, I'm going to lie. <laughs> but I've had, I've had people from, um, on, on the show from Boston before, have a right go at me because Boston obviously we don't like the English because of the whole Boston Tea Party thing. And um get into it with somebody from Boston and they were like, Oh, we shot your fucking tea in the in the ocean, you fucking English wangalay. Fucking oh my god. <laughs> I love the Boston yeah, accent. Everyone. <laughs> I love that I love that Boston accent though. It's so like I, I love like deep New York, New Jersey, Boston, that kind of like real yeah. gruff. I love yeah, that. Yeah, really bye. Hey, get the khakis <laughs> over here. Where I'm parking here. There's no <laughs> R's. It's like being from Australia. It's great. <laughs> I love it. Um, so what what do you want to do with uh Brian's all things geek? I mean, I like it the way it is at the moment. I love the fact that you can you can stand up for your laurels, like you, you know, if somebody's like shitting on something. I love that. And I also like the fact that somebody can bring up something really obscure that you haven't heard of in years. And you're like, oh, my God, I remember that shit. And you can get, really get into it with that, you know. But as well, there's got to be rules and things you can't, you got to keep an eye on as well, right? Yeah. Well, so here's the thing. Uh, when we were talking about the Zeus thing earlier with, with the nickname, and th- this brings, and I'm glad you said it because it brings me back to the point. Um, the reason why I go by Zeus is, I got in a beef with somebody from town who was running for mayor at, at one point, And he thought that I was ignoring his mayoral campaign. And he went off and sent me this huge, long message. And I had 5,000 friends. I, I couldn't accept any more friends on Facebook at this point. Um, and I was just going by Ryan Fleming at that time. I had my real name. And uh, he, he posted the big diatribe that I screen grabbed that was six screen screen grabs uh, long about how much he loved bullying everybody in the town growing up and how he, uh, all this stuff, how he was, hor- how he was so much better than everybody else. So I took this and shared it. This is two weeks before the election and it got shared almost 700 times and he got something like 200 votes out of, you know, I think it was like 15,000 voters. Uh-huh. 
So two days later on Ryan's All Things Geek, where I'm the only administrator. I have lots of other people on the page that are editors that can post stuff, but they can't add anyone. They can't take ad sponsors or anything like that. I'm the only one that can do any of that. I get a notice saying, uh, we've seen that on your Ryan's All Things Geek page that you're sharing memes that you that don't belong to you. Memes. That everybody, everybody does this. Google this a meme and share it. <laughs> and this, was, this was just when, me, when the, all this was kind of starting. It was still kind of new. Well, I guess it was about eight years ago. But anyways, um, they wouldn't tell me which pictures they were. They wouldn't tell me who was accusing me of this. They told me I had like three days to take it down or they were shutting my account down. I thought they meant Ryan's All Things Geek. And we had just blown up. We had just gone from like 300 viewers or, or followers to like or 200,000 or something like that or 100,000 followers. Um, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I'm going to lose the page. And it wasn't the page. It was my own personal profile. And they shut it down. I lost all my family photos. Um, there was no way for me to to fight it either. Oh um, man. So because and so Ryan's All Things Geek page stayed there. I lost my profile, but because there's no admins on the page, I've never been able to get back as an administrator. There's no admins on the page now. So when I post right now, I'm posting through my Instagram page. And wow. I can't I can't police anyone. I can't there's a lot I can't do. Like every every week I get about three offers from sponsors asking to pay me to put ads on their page and can't do any of that. And there's no one to get a hold of that Facebook because we've tried. Um, I've so is, that, is, that, is that because is that because of the guy that you pissed off then with the head? He like done that. So that's what we're assuming because when I when I my old account went down, I started up new ones with my name. And within, you know, a couple hours, it was taken down. So then I did, like, wow. my middle name. And then I tried, you know, uh, oh, then I tried my, my middle name, and I blocked that guy right away. And that worked for a little while. And then I noticed that his family was on there. So then I came back with Zeus, and I blocked him and everyone in his family. And I've been going for years since. So I used to get, I used to get, I think Facebook went on a rampage during like, I think I've got to say just after the Trump election, I've got to say the original, you know, the Trump election, because um, there was a lot of hate towards Trump. And I think Facebook kind of like, we're friends with Trump. I don't know what was going on, but I, <laughs> I, there's a couple of times and it's usually Trump related. I The first one was I posted a picture of as Donald Trump as a dick, like, like his face <laughs> was a dick. Uh, and I got banned, and I was doing like live shows at the time, so I had to create like a mm. a fake a fake pay- Facebook page, and like just look like some troll. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I was like the Alex page or something like that, you know. <laughs> and I had to turn up at live shows as the Alex, or I think I'll come as a like, uh, the Pod King or something stupid like that, the you know. King. The Pod King. <laughs> well, hey, just, all um, I know the Zeus things work though for me because I mean it it sucks for the page. That, that all sucks, but because I go, go by Zeus, and then someone, like, when I went back to college, they saw on my Facebook page my name was Zeus, so everyone started calling me Zeus at in college. So I just got this nickname where everyone started calling it to me, like, just within these last four or five years. You know, like, all I've my always known friends, you as Ryan. I've always known you as Ryan. Like, I've seen, I've seen you, I've, I've been on your page for... <sighs> years? <laughs> 
yeah, probably about three or four years. It's got to be at least three years. And I've always known you as Ryan. And I didn't know if it, like, you just, like, decided, I am now Zeus. You know what I mean? So when you say <laughs> to someone, what's with the name, what's, what's with the name Zeus? You can be like, well, because I am Zeus. I didn't want to offend anybody. You know what I mean? No. But I like it. And then, uh, and then with the acting, I, I'm telling you, most of the auditions I get is because people see the name Zeus. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, Who I had wouldn't want a guy called for, Zeus on the fucking poster? <laughs> <laughs> I had an audition for for one for a commercial. I didn't get it, but I, I it came down to me and another person, and that was to play Zeus. They're like, we we had to bring you in, and then my audition was good, and then they brought me back for the second one. But <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, I'll I've take got, it. I've got a, I've got a Zeus related story to tell you, and I I, I was only knowing whilst we were talking about this, but to say it, but I'm gonna say it. When me and <laughs> when me and my wife Kaz got together. We used to work at Asda or uh, Walmart, you know. Okay. Um, that's where we first met. And we'd go to the Christmas work do every year at the Holiday Inn in the same town that we lived in. And we'd go and we'd stay. And we'd love to look forward to this thing every year. And the one year, I had a bit too much to drink. And yes, I was being a dick. And I was being ho- I was being horrible to my wife. I was just being pedantic, you know, like you do. Sort yeah. of poke, 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 poke. She had a go at me. Uh, it was all my fault, but I turned around and I was like, I am Zeus and I am Thor. And she was just like, she's like, fucking the next day, she was like, all right, fucking Zeus. That's brilliant. I love it. I love it. Do you, do you ever see me talk about on, on the show uh, or, or on the page about a show called Warrior? From HBO, and it's just about it's a martial arts show based on a story that Bruce Lee wrote. No, I haven't seen that. No, so, so we have a I have another podcast that I do called Hot Hot This Way Show, the Hot This Way Show, which is just a play on words from a, a gang that's in this show. Um, oh my lord! Oh, but yeah. So this this past season, so we do this this podcast, and coming up on Sunday, we have one of the actresses coming on, Larissa Jordan. And she played a German prostitute who sleeps with one of the lead actors. And like, she just beats the shit out of them basically while they're having sex. And she calls him little Zeus in it. And <laughs> yeah, because we're so close with the show. Like, yeah, people were riding me about that one. So yeah, it was, you've got to get to reenact that. You've got to get to reenact that on the podcast. I will not. I want her to come back on the show again. (laughs) Can you just call me little Zeus, please? Please. Well, she can call me big Zeus. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a a lot bigger than Jason Tobin, who was, who was the the little Zeus in question. (laughs) I don't know how that Zeus tangent there. I'm sorry. No, it's good. I like that because it's, it explains why your name's Zeus, and and also explains like the 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 journey of the page that I've just saw. I mean, I do. I have genuinely wanted to speak to you for a while because I know that you 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 work so hard on that page, and I see a lot of the stuff that you do, and I do see a lot of similarities. And I thought we we get on really well, and I feel like it's kind of true. We got a lot going on. Um, and um, you know, I feel like with something like Ryan Dorfings Geek and the works you've done, you've done in the past, it gives you a license to do things like go out on comic cons and do interviews, do panels and things. Because mm-hmm. not only can you bring people together and keep it working, 
but you've developed a way to speak to people. And there was something on your, I think it was backstage. I read, I read a bit of your backstage stuff, you know, um, well, and you talked about how you, I think, well, it was, it was definitely your thing. It said, it said uh, that you were intrigued by people. And I, I really like that because that's, that's very true in myself. Like just a conversation with someone I think is really important. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I, I've always, uh, I've always liked talking to people and I don't know, and just making people happy, I guess, you know, especially, and especially when, I, when I'm first meeting people, um, once I know you, I'm like, fuck that person. No, <laughs> but when I am first meeting people, I don't know what it is. Or when I'm on stage, I just, I just love hearing about you. And then, you know, putting a smile on your face and finding out what it is that makes you smile. And uh, panels, I, I do panels, I think, different than anyone else I've ever seen do panels. I rarely talk to the actors ahead of time. Like, I might go in and be like, yo, I'm doing your panel. Nice to meet you. Um, I'll be uh, I'll be on the, the stage probably half an hour before you get out there. And I'm out there because there's usually fans out there and they're lining up and they're doing this, waiting. So I go out there, I get on stage, and, you know, I've got Steve with me, my co-host, the well Wingnut, and uh, I do what's called crowd work. I'm just learning that now that, that that's a term for it, but I, I go out there and I talk to everybody. I do the typical, hey, where are you from? What brings you here? And I bust people's balls, you know. Uh, I, uh, good. I, I try to relate with whatever I can. I find something that... Uh, I can relate with and try to just make them laugh and feel comfortable. And then by the time the guests get on the, the crowd's worked up and ready to ask questions and be engaging. Have you ever like said the wrong thing on stage? Like, cause you know, how oh, finicky like, geeks can be all the time. Uh, a wrestler hates me, a pro an ex pro wrestler. How, I'm not sure how old you are. Do you remember? Did you ever watch WWF? Like when, yeah, when I was a kid, yeah, yeah, the uh, Bret Hart sort of era. That's kind of when yeah. I stopped going to it. Do you remember a guy named the Brooklyn Brawler? No, I'm going to Google it. Yeah, he just lost all the time. Steve, he was what was referred to as a jobber, which is it's a derogatory term for just someone who always loses. Um, but, the, but they're great workers. Like Jobbers are people that you can count on to put the big guys over and can work anybody. They just basically call them workers nowadays. Um, mm. So I am hosting a, a wrestling legends panel and we've got Rob Van Dam. We've got uh, Kelly mm. Kelly. We've got Jake, the snake Roberts. We've got uh, cowboy Bob Orton and we've got Steve Lombardi, the Brooklyn brawler. And they're all lined up and I've got, I always have like a name, you know, like try to, Try to add a little pizzazz to it. So, you know, it was like uh, RBD. Here comes uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Monday Night himself, the whole effing show, Rob Van Dam. Or here comes blah, blah, blah. And Jake the Snake Roberts was set to come up next. And I already had it in my mind. Here comes the king of the DDT. And just before I'm saying, I am in the midst of saying, and the king of, and he pushes the Brooklyn Brawler forward. And I panicked and said, jobbers. Oh. <laughs> called him out called him the out rest of the show there i i have pictures of this and there's just pictures of him and pe this does nothing for people on podcasts um but 
he just gunned me down the whole show, just stared at me, sat on the panel. And I mean, even later that 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 that, that day, I had an interview with Cowboy Bob Orton, Randy Orton's dad. And uh, they were sharing the same table together and I'm doing the interview and he just kept, he's like, you know, that was the most people keep coming up to me and ask me why you said that. That was like the most disrespectful thing you could say. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm so sorry, Mr. Lombardi. You know, Jake just kind of threw me off. I was mid sentence. And then the next day he's like, I told Jake what you said. Now you got heat with Jake because Jake's mad at you because you were trying to throw him under the bus. And I'm like, <laughs> Jake just is a known ribber, you know, so like just pulls pranks on everyone. So I was worried about him. beef with wrestlers. That's amazing. I love that. You know, if you could find I, that picture, if you have it handy, I'd love that just to share it on uh, our Facebook. Yeah, I don't know. I have it on oh, my phone, my. but I don't know if I have it on, on my computer. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but, it, was, it was bad. It was so bad. I um, um I I did uh, I always tell this story about Charlie Adlard, who is uh, co-creator of The Walking Dead in Shrewsbury. Me and him have got a very funny relationship. I saw him today actually, he was in the coffee shop. I was editing. That's how local he is, right? Um and you you know I remember what happened with the with The Walking Dead. It as a comic book, it just sort of stopped. Dude, it stopped. It stopped. Whoa, whoa. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It stopped. See? So it blew it my just, mind. But it was supposed to stop at 200. It was supposed to stop at 200. It stopped at 197. It fucked everybody up. And it was like one of the best kept secrets in comic book history. I think Kevin Kevin Smith was even talking about it on on. What they called, Rick? Yeah. Um, and so... We covered Comic Salopia, which is a Comic-Con happening in Shrewsbury. We had a studio for two days with the Shrewsbury Biscuit. We were speaking to people as they were coming off camp panels. It was amazing, right? Charlie was there all day uh, for the whole weekend. And me and Shane, my ex-co-host, a uh, good guy. How's it going, Shane? Uh, we're standing at the, towards the end of the weekend, and Charlie was in front of me. And I was thinking, I haven't got an interview with Charlie yet. Should I go and go and speak to him? So he's chatting to this gentleman. And I walk over to him, and I hi Charlie, how's it going? Now? Do you want to? Uh, do we get a few words for the biscuit? You know, <laughs> and he's like, "I'm busy," and he walks off. And he's usually really like nice. He's a nice, down to earth guy. And I, was, I looked at Shane. I was like, "I just, I'm pretty sure Charlie, I've just been a dick with me. I don't know what I pissed him off. What's that?" So we skip forward a year. He comes to a studio that I had uh, in Shrewsbury, and we're sitting and, and we're doing an interview. And he goes, "Whiteley, I've got a bone to pick with you." And I was like, "What?" And he goes. So I'm stood there. I'm talking to the only guy in the whole of the UK that knows The Walking Dead's going to end. The only guy. And you're stood there with a fucking microphone. <laughs> and he's, he's thinking that the Shrewsbury Biscuit, the Biscuit guy, is standing there with a live microphone recording this one, one conversation that would ruin the whole surprise. <laughs> and that's why yeah. he was frosty with me, because he thought I was eavesdropping. And so I would never have released it anyway. Yeah. Guy, you know, But, like, fuck it. That's so funny. I was five feet away from one of the biggest mic drop moments in comic book history. And you didn't even Crazy. know. And didn't you even didn't know. even know. I was just that insecure. <laughs> I annoyed the most polite person in, in, in media. It's amazing. Um, Ryan, there's Zeus, my man. This has been... Honestly, I've really enjoyed chatting to you. I think this hour has gone by so quickly. Honestly. Yeah, that went by really quick. <laughs> Let's I, do this and again. Then like, and then I was like, I don't even know how long this is going. No, I, I usually only do an hour. We're doing an hour and ten minutes, nearly. 
Well, no, but you said earlier about a three-hour show, and I was like, wait, well, all right, well, here we are. Oh, no, <laughs> those days are long gone. I've got, <laughs> I've got a wife now that's kind of like, fucking, come on. This, this is good. Now i got time to watch some Reacher. <laughs> We're watching uh, the the uh, the Last Kingdom. Um, oh. I watched Last Kingdom before on my own, but I kind of rushed it. Is that oh, the Vikings? That's not the fight one. It's about um, it's about Vikings. It's so it's based on Kurt Bernard Cornwell books who did Sharp. So I read every single every single Sharp book, and then I went to watch the Sean Bean Sean Bean TV movie show yeah. she, seasons that he did. They were fucking awful compared to the books, right? Oh, wow. um, yeah, usually. So, yeah. so I went to watch Last Kingdom and I watched it. I like blasted it all like to like last year, blasted it all, but I didn't like appreciate it. I watched it all on a shitty laptop while I was in work. Now I've got a big 4K TV and watching it with my wife. We're taking a time with it. And boy, it's it's amazing. Like if you like your Vikings and your history and your you're fighting yeah. and your it's very good. It's not like Game of Thrones, it's not like Vikings, it's its own. I was gonna say I didn't thing. like Vikings and I love like my favorite teams, the Minnesota Vikings, and I love Viking mythology, but or Norse mythology, but yeah, a, a, a Vikings top right here. What, like Minnesota? Yeah. So um, when we were doing you suck, I used the way because I, I love the NFL. So there's my my Viking stuff. Nice. Um, um, we used to spin a wheel for which team I would support because I love the NFL as a whole. Like I just watch yeah. it as a whole because having a team here in Shrewsbury. I love the local team. As you'll see, you know, you follow me on Facebook, you'll see all my, my shoes be shit every week. Um, when we lose, it's heartbreaking, right? When you follow a team. Um, but now I can enjoy a sport like the NFL as a whole. I mean, I've, I've got, yeah. I've got my, my, my Packers top here as well, which is probably horrible. Oh, I can't see it. You're frozen for a second there. So I've got a, oh. a Big B Packers j- jacket. Oh, well, you're going to have to throw that away. You're going to have to burn that one. Yeah, that's because of Tom Bruno up in Vermont. He loves that. I've got my shoes on there. I just love as the NFL Viking, as a whole. Yeah. As a Viking fan, I think that just has to go, you know. <laughs> I think I'm a bit of a curse, though, because whatever team I land on every year, um, they tend to have a really good season till the end and then drop. Because I was um, Cardinals. Mm. Who was I? Um, I was Cardinals. I was a Vikings and then the Raiders before that, and they're both teams that went up and then fucked it up at the last bit. So, sorry. Yeah. As a Vikings fan, that's always been my life. I, as we as we were doing that live on the show, um, my mate Ryan Berger, who's a regular list tuner, and he goes, um, okay, number one, don't choose the Vikings because there's an only reason why they're purple. You'd be that purple too if you choked every season. And I was like, fuck it. <laughs> and as he was saying that, as he was posting these comments, it literally landed on the Vikings. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Because we were laughing about his comments. And he came up Vikings. I was like, you're kidding me. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've heard that one uh, before, and I fall for it every time. Every time mm. I hear it. I, yeah. Wonderful. Um, well, Mr. Mr. Fleming, um. Tell people, obviously, Ryan's All Things Geek. Guys, uh, if you like your geeky Facebook pages, it's one of the best. It's uh, what I go to. I love it. I really do. I I, I haven't been posting a lot over the last couple of weeks. I don't know if you've noticed. Uh, It's just because I've been really busy with the acting thing and some personal stuff. But, yeah, we'll be getting back. It's all right, man. 
it's good. I feel like uh, when it, when a movie is released or when something comes out, I mean, that's when it fluctuates. Um, uh, it's, it's depending on what's going on. We've got Echo just being released now, which is going to generate a lot. I honestly wanted to talk about all that too, because um, I I'm one of the few people that loved it. Like I didn't. Yeah, uh, I haven't I seen it yet. Was, I haven't seen Echo. Yeah, I didn't think it was fan like knock my socks off, but I I really enjoyed it. So, but I kind of go ahead. Um, I was chatting to Mike Perkins about Daredevil because I controversially let my eight-year-old son watch it. And then, like, the really violent bits, I just made him cover his eyes because he loves comic books. I listen to hip-hop as it's made with him because I feel like that's important. He knows what swear words are. He just chooses not to use them. So we'll regularly listen to Wu-Tang and stuff in the car. So right. he loves that. So you watch Daredevil. He loved it, though. He loved that show. He followed oh, it. Yeah. And in fact, there's a clip that went semi-viral where we're chatting to, uh, he's on a, uh, Charlie Cox is on a panel at Telford Comic-Con and Timmy's gone dressed up my lad as uh, DD with the black outfit, the mask and the, the white oh, ropes around his thing. Um, and, you know, I was so happy to hear that they walked in and fired every single writer from Daredevil for the new series because it shows they're taking it seriously. You know, that shows yeah. that they got commitment to it because it was such a beautifully written TV show. It's one of the best comic book shows ever made. And they just said that now it's all canon. Yeah. So it's all part yeah. of the MCU. So, I mean, it's great. I mean, this is the, and I, won't, I know we're over an hour here, but the one thing I hear people complain about with the, did you watch Hawkeye? Which I absolutely love. That's literally it. my. It's my favorite of the MCU shows. I've, I've watched it's it three times. Shit. Already. It's cheesy and I love it. I think it's great. Exactly. It's family friendly and it's comic accurate. I think that's what people that are complaining a lot about stuff lately are expecting the Dark Knight or, you know, uh, mm. they're expecting everything to be Endgame, but they're also expecting everything to be like Oppenheimer. Yeah, but they're forgetting these are comic book movies. I, I heard people complaining, like people I respect on b big podcasts, talking about you know, oh, I don't like, like, how did Wilson Fisk survive being shot in the face at point blank? Right? It happened in the comic books. That is right from the comic books. Don't complete like that, that's like complaining that Thor has a magic hammer. It's from the comics. You know? Yeah. Um, just, I, and I, I love that. I feel like it's it's important that that's in there because yeah. you know it's it is it is law at the end of the day. And if the the writers aren't going to get it correct, and they're going to write some bullshit, I liked She Hulk as well to a degree. I thought it was really yeah, good same. because She Hulk is a bit of a clown in the comic books, and she is a I'm going to say she a, a really bad. She is, she is very she, promiscuous. Promiscuous, thank you. I was gonna, I was gonna straight up yeah, my reputation with one word there, but no, yeah, she is, and that's how she is in the comic books, and I love that. I think that's really, really good. She breaks the fourth wall, like as does Deadpool. She did very she much did so. Before Deadpool. She did yeah. it before Deadpool. So you know, there so. you go. Um, I think there's a lot of, um, I think you, I mean, bro flakes that you mentioned in that video, bro flakes complaining about things because they're a bit insecure yeah. in themselves. I think exactly. And Miss Marvel was fantastic. Miss Marvel yeah. made me cry. Miss Marvel, that, that, yeah. that, I don't want to spoil it. You know, the end, that end, mm -hmm. little, all it did with the sound effect, they made me cry at the end. Of <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marvels, well, we know it's coming. The yeah. Marvels was good too. Like, oh, I like I, I liked it all, man. I, I I'm a comic book nerd, so as long as they keep making it comic accurate, I didn't like the Eternals just because it was a little long. Um, I do not. I will say the one thing that I I am on the side with Broflex for, and I hate going out on this one. What a horrible way to go out. I do not like race swapping or gender swapping. I think all it does is cause dissension among Girl Flakes and Snowflakes. And yeah. if you just keep them the way they're written, especially yeah. if it's an established character, I mean, if you're going to turn Karen Page from a white chick to a black chick or whatever, fine. Like I like a, a very small supporting character. But if we're doing Jimmy, like Jimmy Olsen, Making Jimmy Olsen a black jock was stupid in Supergirl. I mean, yeah. and and stop making gingers hate black people. We love ginger. <laughs> we we're not at, it's not black people that are are changing every ginger into a black person. That's not us doing it. That. That's Hollywood. <laughs> please, please. What is I, the, I mean, what, what like that shit me off. I hate it. I like listen. The way I look at it, I grew up. I remember watching Spawn, the very first Spawn movie. Uh, I love the comic books. And then seeing, and I love D.B. Sweeney. I think he's a great actor. But seeing a white guy play Al Simmons' best friend, who was a black guy in the comic books, and then you're making him a white dude, that pissed me off. And then it would be hypocritical mm -hmm. of me not to feel the same way about other stuff. My only yeah. exception, my only exception is Shawshank Redemption. And that's only because I read the books, uh, the novella after I watched the movie. So I didn't know that Morgan Freeman's character was really a short ginger. And it makes sense. His name was red. Uh, okay. Yeah. That kind of makes sense. But Morgan Freeman is a black ginger. So that's also <laughs> another like, he's not a white ginger, but at least he's a black ginger. I I feel like uh, uh, Mark Bernardin got it right when he created someone like you know a character like Miles Morales, is that you know you 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 can offer a space for uh, people to you know enjoy different cultures yes. in the same space. You know, um, it's like they were talking about um, Black Superman and things like that. I feel like you could create some like that as long as it works in a parallel universe with what's a already out there. As long as it's not Clark Kent. I yes. love Zod. Uh, what is it? Zod. Oh, I forget his name. Val Zod. Val Zod is a great Superman. Um, then there's President Superman. Um, <laughs> I mean, they're 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 great. And and President Superman in the comic books is like the head of the Justice League uh, multiverse, the multiverse Justice League. I mean, he's a heavy hitter and, and an important character. Um, they have the Chinese Superman now. Miles Morales. Russian Superman. Russian <laughs> Superman. Da, comrade. <laughs> my, my Russian accent's actually pretty spot on. Yeah? Da, tavarish. I, can no, I, love that. I love that. I love good uh, Russian accents. Very nice. Yeah, yeah, drinking uh, the vodka. That's very... Oh, it's hypocrite. Oh, now I just went to Kazakhstan there. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> that um, uh, we could, yeah. we could, we could. I have to get you back on. We need to do this again on one way or another. We need to get back on a podcast and chatting because this has been phenomenal. Honestly, this was such a great idea. I've been dying to speak to you for such a long time. Um, sounds good. Come on my show sometime too. I but I go long. 
Yes, please invite me back on. In, in, to be honest with you, I was thinking earlier because I've been doing this. I, I took three months out from podcasting because I was kind of like driving myself to insane with the amount of workload I was doing, like a new job, blah, 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 blah. Um, so like I was like thinking, do I put feelers out there for other podcasts and be, get on a few guest spots? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe if you ever want to, want to mad British, I'll wear my Packers top just to piss you off. Um, oh, I mean, the, 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 the offers were sended. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, Zeus, I mean, you were nice until then. No. <laughs> I love it. I'll get, I'll get it turned into a half and half just to, oh, they're the worst. Have you seen them? <laughs> the half, half and half Brady tops. Yeah, don't like it. It's like uh, the Kelsey mom when she had the half, the half KC Ew. jersey and half uh, Philly jersey um, when her both her sons. That made sense though. That was that cute. made sense. That made sense. Yeah, but when but you're not, get... you don't. Yeah. I mean, it is okay to like a specific player. I love being neutral in the NFL. I love that because yeah. I can just sit and enjoy it. And there are players out there like Jefferson is one of the most electric players I think I've ever seen. Like he's just quick. Uh, like, yeah. you know, um, so there, there are people out there you can just enjoy. But anyway, we're going to nip this in the bud. To an hour and 20, we'll be going, mister. No, we'll um, keep going. <laughs> I'll be good. We could do this another hour. Easy. I know. Good. Yeah. I've got another bottle of this beer in the kitchen. I can, can grab it. But um, um, yeah, just Ryan Dolphins Geek. Uh, you can follow me if you want to follow the acting stuff. Uh, I'm on Instagram at Zeus underscore Fleming actor. Zeus, Zeus Fleming actor. Zeus Fleming actor. And Send me the link. I'll chuck it on the readout for the podcast. Yeah. The, yeah. Do that, folks. Do that as I point as people on podcast can't see. Um, and good luck, good luck with Canada. Good luck with the acting. Good luck with the, with Ryan's All Things Geek. I'll be there every weekend, every day, as I was. I'm scrolling on Facebook. Um, do you mind if I post a picture of us? I, I'll send you the picture. No, on Ryan All Things Geek, and we can be like, "Hey, well, we had a beer together." Like you know, well, yeah. I didn't. It's like four o'clock in the afternoon for you. That's probably a bit unsociable to be having a beer at that time. We're Canadian. Like we, we probably, if I was more of a drinker, it would have been earlier today. <laughs> Right, I'll, I'll, what I'll do is I'll end the re recording and we'll say goodbye properly afters. But ladies and gentlemen, uh, Zeus Fleming. Thank you so much. Thanks, basic guy. <laughs>